This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Listening Room. My name's Ken Young. Next hour or so I'll play you some rather splendid music. I thought we'd kick off today's programme with the last movement of the Italian symphony, the symphony number no. four by Felix Mendelssohn. Let's listen to that now. Thank you. 
That was the fourth movement uh, of the Fourth Symphony by Felix Mendelssohn, Opus 90. It's subtitled The Italian, and it's, it's writing sort of in the early 1830s, sort of stemmed from a visit that he made to Italy. He travelled frequently. Um, that performance was the Boston Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Sir Colin Davis. And now uh, we're actually going to feature two French composers who I've not featured before in this program. The first of these is Olivia Messiaen. And he was a prisoner of war in Silesia during the Second World War from 1940 to 1942. And he had managed to keep with him some music paper. And so the act of composition provided him with a, a sort of a means of sustaining his psychological well-being. And amongst his fellow prisoners of war were a cellist. He himself, Messiaen, was a, a very good pianist. But among his fellow prisoners was a clarinetist, a violinist, and a cellist. And he wrote one of the most extraordinary compositions of the 20th century for the four of them. It's called Quartet for the End of Time. It's in eight movements, and I'd like to play the final movement, which is a beautiful violin solo with piano, just violin and piano. And it's subtitled In Praise of the Immortality of Jesus. He was a very devout Catholic, Messiaen. And uh, uh, much of his music is, well, all of his music stems from his, his uh, strong Catholicism. And this is one of the most gorgeous violin solos I think you'll ever hear in praise of the immortality of Jesus. Um, and it is played for us by the Amici Ensemble. I'd like to li enjoy listening to this right now. Thank you. 
Truly divine. Beautiful. Such a beautiful piece. The eighth and final movement from the Quartet for the End of Time, written by Olivia Messiaen in the Silesian prisoner of war camp around about 1940, 41, 42. This is when he was uh, there. Uh, that was played by the Amici Ensemble. In particular, on violin, we had Scott St. John, and the pianist was... Patricia Parr. Now, a friend and peer and colleague of of um, Messian's uh, wonderful um, composer by the name of Yehan Alan, who sadly died um, during the war. Um, he died in, heroically, apparently, in action during the defence of Saumur at the age of only twenty nine, and uh, he wrote some really amazing organ music. He was a very fine organist. Uh, his, he had a very individual language, which was strongly modal and of great rhythmic freedom. And it anticipated, ironically, a lot of what Messian did in, in the future, especially its timeless quality. And he wrote this beautiful piece called Prayer for Us Mortals, a setting of words by Charles Pegui, uh, originally for two male voices and organ. But then not long after he actually died, um, another composer of similar age, Henri Dutier, another hero of mine, decided to orchestrate this beautiful prayer. And uh, I'd like to play that for you now. Um, the prayer, uh, prayer pour nous autres Chanel, prayer for us mortals, by Yehan Alain and orchestrated by Henri Dutier.
Extraordinary piece. It was um, Prière pour nous autres Chanel, uh, 
Prayer for Us Mortals by Yehan Alan and orchestrated by Henri Dudieu. It was performed for us then um, by Martin Hill, who's the tenor, and the baritone was Neil Davies. Um, and the BBC um, Philharmonic, based in Manchester, was conducted for us there by Jan Pascal Tutelier. Now we're going to move on to some Mozart, and for me, one of the greatest pieces that he ever wrote was the um, Grand Partita, the Serenade in B-flat major, K361, written for wind instruments and a double bass. Uh, the ensemble is uh, two oboes, two ordinary clarinets, and two basset horns. Now, a basset horn is a, a larger version of the clarinet. It's got a kink at the top of the mouthpiece, and... Um, it's got a much greater range. It's similar, similar sounding to the ordinary clarinet, but slightly darker, and it can go down another minor sixth. So it can go much lower than your average clarinet. And so there's two of those, and also uh, four horns, four French horns, two bassoons, and one double bass. And this wonderful, wonderful piece, uh, oh, gosh, it's, it's about 50 minutes worth of music, and I'm going to play the first movement. Uh, which starts slowly and then goes into a rather lively allegro. And it's just beautifully scored and wonderful to listen to. I think you're going to enjoy it. Mozart's, the first movement of Mozart's Serenade in B-flat major, the Grand Partita.
Wonderful music, really is. Um, the Serenade in B flat major, the Grand Partita, K361 by Mozart, um, for winds, four horns, and uh, double bass. And that was played for us in that recording from 1993 by uh, members of the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Zubin Mehta. I'm going to play a little bit more Mendelssohn, actually. I know we started off with him, I was going to play a little piano piece. He wrote during his uh, career. Now, 48 little piano miniatures known as, collectively known as Songs Without Words, Lieder ohne Worte, and he wrote 48 of them, and they're, they're quite short, most of them are quite short anyway, and I'd like to play one now. It's actually, uh, the, the, the 48 pieces are divided up into eight books of six each, and I'm going to play you number five of book one now, and it's played for us by the uh, Christchurch-based, very fine German pianist, Michael Endress.
That was Mendelssohn, uh, number five of book one of the Songs Without Words, and that was played for us by the wonderful German pianist who lives in Christchurch. Uh, his name is Michael Endress. Here's some more piano music, uh, this time by a New Zealand composer, a very good jazz musician by the name of Mike Nock, who lives in Sydney. And uh, some years ago he wrote 12 really lovely piano miniatures, um, which were subsequently performed and recorded by Michael Houston. And I'd like to play you one called In the Time of Sakura. Uh, Sakura being uh, the cherry blossom of Japan, which represents a time of renewal and optimism. The pops of pink mark the ending of winter and they signify the beginning of spring. Um, and due to their quick blooming season, cherry blossoms also symbolize the transience of life, a major theme in Buddhism. A significant piece for Mike Nock. His wife is Japanese. And I'd like to play this lovely piece now in time of Sakura, played by Michael Houston.
beautiful, poignant, rather ruminative, ruminative piece by a very fine um, New Zealand-born jazz musician, Mike Nock. And uh, there was a piece called In the Time of Sakura. And it was played for us uh, by Michael Houston. And it comes from a, a double CD Michael um, recorded about, oh gosh, 15 years ago, and I was lucky enough to produce it. It's double CD of um, purely New Zealand compositions for piano, and it's it's released by Rattle. I recommend it highly. Inland. We're going to finish now with, um, the. you may recall last month I played you um, the very beginning of the Fifth Symphony of Dunedin composer Anthony Ritchie. We were talking to Steve Gardner of Rattle Records at the time. We didn't get to play the whole movement. I'd like to play that for you now. Um, Symphony Number no. Five, and it's uh, subtitled Childhood, and it sort of uses childhood as a uh, as a metaphor for renewed hope and optimism for the future, particularly in the light of COVID pandemic. And so the first movement is entitled. Um, oh gosh, what is it entitled? I've forgotten. Oh, of course, yes, Beginnings. And um, I'd like to play it for you now. It's played by the Christchurch Symphony Orchestra, conducted by yours truly.
Such a good piece. Such a good piece. That's the first movement of Anthony Ritchie's recently completed and recorded Fifth Symphony. Um, that was uh, conducted by me with the Christchurch Symphony Orchestra. It was their first uh, gig, if you like, post-COVID lockdown last year. We had a wonderful time doing it, and it's just been released last month by Rattle Records. Symphony Number no. 5 by Anthony Ritchie. Well, I'm afraid that that is all we have time for today. Um, I really enjoy having your company on this program. Wonderful that you tune in and listen. I hope you can enjoy. Uh, sorry, I hope you can in, uh, join me at the same time next week here in the listening room. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.